Welcome everyone. My name is Dr. Liana Lianoff and I'm the president of the Global Positive Health Institute. And this is part of our uh, learning series, uh, podcast and YouTube series on all things positive psychology, health and healthcare. And uh, today I'm delighted to have with us uh, Dr. Ted Barnett. He's an, what they call an interventional radiologist. Uh, he's uh, really passionate about uh, eating a plant-based diet. Uh, he likes to call himself Dr. Veggie uh, or the high-tech doc with the low-tech solutions and happens to be the founding president of the Rochester Lifestyle Medicine Institute. And so welcome. Oh, Ted, you, how are you? I'm great, Leanna. Thanks. Thanks for having me. How are you today? All right. I'm excited to, to chat a little bit about your perspective uh, from a uh, perspective of lifestyle medicine and how important positive psychology is to lifestyle medicine. And we'll start off with what first grabbed your attention about this uh, positive psychology area and, uh, and how it's important to all of us in our well-being. So really interesting. Uh, I know you, you sent me that question uh, uh, and I, I thought about it and I realized, you know, back in medical school, I didn't know the term positive psychology, but medicine seemed, and I'm a, th I'm a third generation physician. So I've known a lot of doctors and I, I had this realization that actually medicine might be just another form of entertainment. Now, before you jump on me, <laughs> let me explain that. Uh, you know, really the purpose of medicine is to bring joy into people's lives. It's to allow for them to be fully, you know, to fully real, fit, realize the, the, their lives and to be joyful. And, you know, sometimes doing a procedure on someone makes their artery better, but it doesn't make them happy. Or putting somebody on medication may make their numbers better, but it's not gonna make them happy or feel better. And I started to compare, I was living in Boston at the time when I was in medical school and I was going to a lot of shows you know, dance shows, comedy shows, concerts. And I was thinking, well, you know, these make me really happy. Maybe medicine is just another form of entertainment. And, and actually medicine is not doing as well as these other things. They're going to a sporting event. You know, you want to be happy. These are the things that we need to do. So how can we make sure that at least we're, we're making people better off with our pills and procedures than they were before they came to us? So I started to think about that a lot. And um, it's been, I've been challenged by that ever since. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I love that because I, I resonate with that. Uh, I've always been interested in not only what makes people tick, but what makes people happy. And at some level as a physician, I knew that that's gotta be so important to our health. And yet in medical school, <laughs> we don't really certainly traditionally talk about that. Um, yeah. And so that's why we started the Global Positive Health Institute to turn things around yeah. and let yeah. our colleagues know about its importance. So yeah. with that, uh, share with us a little bit about how you apply positive psychology and these happiness activities in your personal life and sure. professionally? Sure. So, you know, I'm, I mean, I, I guess I take a little bit of a utilitarian philosophy approach to this is what I'd like, you know, everything you do should make things a little better, right? As, as, as physicians, we always cause harm. We can't help that. But we want, we hope that we're causing more good than harm, yes. and, right? And, <laughs> um, and, and for me, since we're talking about happiness and joy as the, pri the prime mover for me in medicine, um, it doesn't matter whether it's a patient or somebody I work with. So, uh, you know, my the technologists, the nurses, the other doctors, I like to think that, you know, any encounter I have with them is going to make them happy. 
And so, you know, my my approach to that, I mean, I used to, I use music some, I, not so much anymore, but when I was a medical student, I play the recorder. It's a, you know, medieval mm-hmm. wooden instrument. And um, I used to go around the hospital playing for patients. And this is decades ago. Um, now I use probably, I don't play so much for people anymore, although I do around the holidays, but um, you know, uh, I think humor is very helpful. And, and I like to, well, let's talk about how we deal with patients. Cause I do a lot of procedures. Um, now, uh, I used to do a lot of sort of more dangerous procedures, but now I'm older. So I do mostly breast imaging and I do a lot of breast biopsies. So I'm doing biopsies every day, a lot of eye hand coordination with ultrasound. Uh, and you know, the patients are obviously very nervous. So, um, you know, the first thing we have to do is there's always a timeout. Got to make sure you have the right patient. So people can share this little technique if they want. I ask them to spell their last name, give me their date of birth. And then I ask for their favorite color. So what's your favorite color? And they'll say blue. I say, yeah, it says blue right here. You're right. We got the right person. Right? Or if they hesitate, I'll say, oh, I don't know if we have the right. Anyway, uh, right. Um, and then I always ask, what kind of work do you do? Because um, I think that's really important to make that connection. And, and I'm truly interested. I don't, I don't do it just to, because I think it's, you know, what I should be doing. I really do want to know what people do for a living. Uh, and um, you have to phrase it carefully because, you know, I, 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 first I used to ask, well, what, what kind of, what's your job? And I would get a lot of women who would say, oh, I'm just a housewife, right? And I would say, that's not good, right? So, um, you know, I, I want to, I rephrased it. So, you know, um, what did I, I, now I can't remember how I phrase it when I walk in. Um, so what do you do for a living? I guess it's basically, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I take care of my kids or my grandchildren. That's great. You know, and I want to hear about, or, you know, I'm a psychologist or, you know, a college professor. And all of a sudden, and I'm old enough now that I can pretty much communicate with back with no matter what they say, because I've met so many different people now, right? And I love to meet lots of different kinds of people. So that's to me how I deal with patients, um, with the techs and the clerks and everybody. You know, I just like to make that personal connection. So when I walk into the office in the morning, I make my I make a big circle. I go to every little section and say, hello, good morning. And they say, oh, Dr. Barnett, it's so good to see you. And there's usually two radiologists in the office who I work. And so... Um, just try to make people a little happier that way. That way, if I don't make, you know, if I don't make anybody happy for the rest of the day, at least I've done that. So, <laughs> you know. And, and uh, as you're speaking, I can tell that that is not only fun uh, mm-hmm. for the patients, for you. Uh, so you're hopefully have a more of a spring in your step for the rest of the day. But it, I think, sounds like it's quite meaningful as well, that that's much more meaningful than whatever procedure that you're doing. And so we, we know uh, having meaning in our lives is so important to our overall well-being. And so through this revised uh, attention, as you go throughout your day working with mm-hmm. patients, uh, you're adding that meaning and you're adding um, years to your life. So that's terrific. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know, some of that actually, I think most people want to do that, but they need permission. You know, they, they think that this is, that medicine is all really serious and we can't behave that way, right? We can't burst into song, we can't tell jokes. We're just here, it's all business. And I think once people realize that they've, it's okay, in fact, we encourage it, it they feel liberated and they do it themselves. <laughs> yeah, so you're speaking also to, uh, in the positive psychology world, we, we say there's hedonic 
positive emotions and eudaimonic positive emotions and the hedonic are the fun things uh, mm -hmm. just pure fun um, mm -hmm. and they have a role and then the eudaimonic are the positive emotions from doing something meaningful um, and those are also important in fact uh, they're probably a little more closely related to overall physical health and longevity but we we need both we mm -hmm. need fun and meaning uh, and all the positivity and um, uh, emotions that uh, will propel us forward for our health and well-being um, throughout our lives. Um, so do you have any uh, favorite things that you do for yourself? So uh, outside of work? <laughs> yeah, um, I have a lot of hobbies. I mean, my, the most important thing for me to do to do to stay in a good mood is to, when I, is to go for a run. I'm addicted to exercise in a good way. Uh, I love getting outdoors and running. Um, you know, the courses that we teach uh, my wife and I have been teaching plant-based nutrition uh, to the general public since about 2011. Uh, I have this phrase I use, which is eat more fruits and vegetables and go outside and run around. So I really think it's important to be outdoors. So I'm, you know, I need to run uh, to kind of reach my baseline. Um, and other exercise does work for me. I mean, in terms of if, if it's exercise that doesn't get me out of breath, it doesn't work. So bicycling doesn't work unless I stand up on the pedals and go as fast as I can, which actually is actually not a bad way to do. I, I injured my back last summer, so I couldn't really run, but I was able to bicycle. Um, so the only way I could really get that same high out of biking was to stand up on the pedals and go as fast as I can. I don't use a road bike because I think they're dangerous, um, but I just have a regular upright bike, which is great because it's less efficient, right? <laughs> so you get more exercise. And um, uh where was I going with that? The, um, so anyway, that's, yeah, it's gotta be kind of exercise that gets me, my heart rate up and me out of breath. Yeah, so what you're speaking to is that physical activity and actually many other uh, healthy or basic healthy lifestyles uh, types of approaches and elements, including a plant-based diet and getting high quality, adequate sleep, mm -hmm. they really boost our emotions and boost those, mm -hmm. those the positive emotions. And, uh, and, and most people know that it's a, a huge part of what we uh, offer in lifestyle medicine is that we're boosting not only physical health, but mental and emotional health. But I also want to add that it goes the other way too. So for people go, okay, I'm, I'm not that physically active. Uh, what's lovely is through positive activities that boost positive emotions, you're more likely to do physical activity and then uh, around and around it goes. It's that reinforcing reciprocal relationship and happens with uh, every aspect. Also, again, with plant-based diet, with sleep. Um, and um, I, I, that's just a key part of wherever you are in the cycle, start where you are and keep and it will be an upward spiral towards your total well-being. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And do you have any other tips? Uh, we've got a broad audience, but it's mostly a health professional audience. Uh, uh, if they're really gung-ho to make the most out of this powerful science of positive psychology, any other tips? Uh, of, you shared a few already uh, in terms of how to incorporate it into practice, not only with patients, maybe uh, in nudging what patients do, possibly even prescribing these kinds of activities. What are your thoughts on that? Wow. Um... <laughs> That's a really broad question because, <laughs> because lifestyle medicine is really about your entire life, yeah. uh, right? And, um, you know, uh, whether you prescribe, for, for, for me, music is the other, is the other one. Uh, and, um, you know, 
as we all get really, really busy, so maybe this is more about people's personal lives, talk about taking care of patients in a minute, but in your personal life, we get so busy that things fall off that you can't do, right? Uh, some days I can't even have time for exercise. So those are the days when I'm in the building where I work, well, I run up and down the stairs, mm-hmm. you know, and I have my alarm goes off on my watch. It says time to go run the stairs. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and that helps a lot. Uh, music often falls off. So I play the saxophone also, and I, you know, I like to play jazz and, you know, I confess I haven't practiced now in a month, although there are, you know, in the last few months, I've probably practiced every day in certain you know, uh, well, so next time we have you back on on the podcast, you're going to bring your saxophone and sure. <laughs> we'll keep you yeah. accountable yeah. <laughs> for practicing. But, right. But in terms of dealing with, you know, patients, you know, this is all about behavior. Right. Um, and eating the right food. We all you know most people know that when they're not eating the right food and when, the, and when they should be. Uh, and so, you know, we obviously advocate a plant-based diet. We, our, our families, we've been vegan since 1991 when we read the work of Dr. Dean Ornish. And, you know, at the time I was interested because, um, for environmental reasons. And so I said to my wife, well, we can, and she was interested for the, for the animals. Uh, and I said, well, we can make the switch, but we're going to go, uh, first of all, I got to make sure it's not dangerous. Okay. And, uh, and, and, the, and I set the bar really low. I just said, it only has to be as good as the diet we're already eating, which was, you know, very close to a standard American diet. But then I started reading my realized, Oh my God, not only is it as good, it's way better and way healthier. And then I came across Ornish and I said, Carol, we're going to do it. But if we're going to do this, we're going to go the whole way. So we did. Um, so, but most people know that they should be eating a better diet. They just have a hard time doing it. Most people know they should be getting more sleep. Right. That's, you know, it's one of the, um, the pillars of lifestyle medicine. It's not, it's, it's not rocket surgery. Right? <laughs> yes. right? So, um, but you know, they, they, they need to focus on that and, that and people know they need to handle their stress better. So we've run, you know, one of the ways we got started working with the public Well, my wife and I run the Rochester area vegan society, we've been doing that since 1995. So we're used to answering questions about these things. And then we decided we would give a course to the public. So back in 2012, we um, went to the local JCC and said, we have this six week course, it's 12, you know, 12 hours, it's gonna meet two hours a week for six weeks and we're, we'd like to teach that. And they said, great. A Couple of years later, we got it accredited through the, uh, the Rochester Academy of Medicine. So for CMEs, and we started teaching that to doctors and a lot of you know, participants uh, showed up as well. Um, and then, you know, if you're looking for something in your armamentarium, uh, as a clinician, there's the CHIP program, which is sort of the, the, the granddaddy of lifestyle medicine group programs. And uh, when we started Rochester Lifestyle Medicine Institute back in 2015, that's why we started it, was to run CHIP programs. Uh, and CHIP is wonderful. It's still great. In fact, it's ACLM accredited. And then the LIFT program came along and uh, you know that's ACLM accredited and we teach that. And back in 2017, we started working on our own project to uh, the 15-day whole food plant-based jumpstart, and that's now ACLM accredited. So we're really excited and proud about that. So these are tools that you can use uh, that you can do either. It's I think best in a group setting. Um, you know, one thing about lifestyle medicine, as so many of us have, have learned, is that the shared medical appointment is really critical for many, many practices. Not for all practices, but for some practices, it really works. Uh, and so it's nice to have the chip program and, and you can do lift as a shared medical appointment. You can do our jumpstart as a shared medical appointment. Those are some of the tools. I don't know what else. Um, 
<laughs> no, that, a, that's it, great. It just yeah. for, I, I want to jump in for uh, the, the people in our audience who are not familiar specifically with the LIFT project, which is about lifting emotions and right. the whole, whole cadre of uh, actual physical lifestyle behaviors, as well as some of these positive psychology types of interventions, that it's a beautiful program that uh, that can, in essence, be prescribed or used in teams. Uh, so tell us a little bit, you're, you're, you're using that and your team is using it. How are you sure. using that? So the LIFT project is, it's really amazing. It's Well, it's based on um, positive psychology and Darren Morton is a star, he, you know, no, no, no doubt about it. He's actually in the, uh, one of the major actors in the CHIP program. So, uh, and he's, uh, I'm, I'm told that he's very good looking. Um, at least that's, that's what all my female participants tell me. Uh, and so when we start, started running CHIP back in 2015, you know, we'd, uh, I'd show up once a week and the patients would say, is Darren gonna be there today? Is he on the video today? So yeah, Darren. <laughs> and and uh, anyway, um, so he came up and he talks about positive psychology in the CHIP program. He talks about PERMA um, or, and he rearranges the letters to be PERM, which I can't remember the letters, but you probably do. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, um, PERMA, positive emotions, uh, P, E, engagement or flow activities, R for relationships, social connections, M for meaning, meaningful activities, and A for accomplishment or accomplishing right. meaningful goals. Yes, exactly, exactly. He likes to put meaning at the end, so he rearranges, puts yeah. accomplishment before that. Um, and he went on, and you know, he's an Australian. He's got you know a great, charming accent, and you know, he's obviously very athletic himself. He's you know, you learn about that when you do go through the lift project. He goes hang gliding, and he likes to run. Um, but he put together these basically ten uh, sessions uh, um, that you're supposed to do like once a week. You're supposed to space them out, and you can do it on your own. You can sign up at the lift project global and just do it on your own. Uh, and uh, I think it's ninety nine dollars. Uh, which is an incredible bargain for what he's put together. Uh, and then you go through their whole learning management system. You can watch his videos uh, and there's reading materials and there's also audio podcasts, which I've listened to. Um, and then there's homework. And some of the homework will be, you know, um, commit a random act of kindness every day this week, something like that. I don't remember all the homework, I, um, but, you know, and then there's, so the different sessions are, help me out here. If, if my, if Kim Taylor, my facilitator were here, she would, she could list them. But, you know, it's a, there's one on plant-based diet. The rest are on like gratitude and exercise and motion creates emotion. Darren likes to come up with these phrases. So blue and green should often be seen, which yeah, is a nature, variation. Time in nature. Yes. Right, time in nature. Yes. Exactly. We'll, we'll do an, uh, another podcast episode where we'll go into sure. more details about the lift yeah. project. But th that way, our, right, right now, our audience knows that yeah. this is something that you're incorporating and using uh, Absolutely. And, and, on a regular and, basis. Yeah, and you know, it's really interesting because our jumpstart, a 15 day jumpstart, we ask people to make a huge change in their diet all at once for 15 days. And a lot of people love to do that and it's great, but if you're depressed and miserable, you can't do that. So going through something like the Lift Project first, I think is really fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and for 
uh, clinicians in the audience, uh, particularly physicians or others who are thinking, well, I, you know, I, I'm very busy. I squeeze so much into my time with my patients. I can talk to them a little bit about this important element of well-being, mm-hmm. uh, but probably can't do that much more. Uh, so uh, then being able to refer them to resources like the Lift Project and there are other resources, mm-hmm. um, is it, it, those can even be prescribed is a way to, to yeah. help, help your patients help themselves uh, with this key component of well-being. Right. Yeah. Um, terrific. And um, as we close out this session, any other thoughts of wisdom around well-being and how it links with healthy lifestyles, positive emotions, having fun, meaning, all that good stuff? Yeah. So that's really interesting. Um, you know, I think we're at a time in history where we're kind of in a worldwide depression emotionally. And if people think too hard about what's actually going on, it can be really very depressing. And, you know, I, I always go back to one of my, um, my favorite quotes from my favorite um, uh, farmer um, poet who is, oh my goodness, what's his name? Um, anyway, he said, it'll come to me after I give you the quote, I think. Okay, it's, uh, um, be joyful, though you have considered the facts. And that's Wendell, Wendell Berry. I don't know if you've heard that before. No, I haven't. Yeah, be be joyful, though you have considered all the facts. That's Wendell Berry. Uh, He's just a phenomenal guy. A great, you know, lots of good quotes like that. And, you know, we can't become paralyzed. So our job is to uh, help people stay positive, you know, through positive psychology and be able to do the work that needs to be done and, you know, realize that we can't solve everything on our own, but we can be part of the solution. Terrific. Great way to end, which is to be part of the solution. That's a positive way to end. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Maybe we'll bring you back some other time and learn more, uh, especially as uh, as I know there are changes, for example, in the LIFT project and other things that we're doing with the Gold Positive Health Institute that may affect uh, things that practitioners such as yourself are doing on, on a daily basis and doing such good work. So thank you for your good work. And uh, it has the ripple effects because uh, uh, you're one of our lifestyle medicine leaders that's uh, leading the way for other health practitioners that we've been talking a lot about lifestyle medicine that are maybe not as familiar with lifestyle medicine. And that's one of the things we'd like to accomplish through this podcast is expose others to these ideas. So thank you again. And thank you to our listeners for joining uh, this podcast video cast uh, series and uh, please like us subscribe to our channel and we'll see you again sometime soon this is the global positive health uh, institute uh, be sa- safe and be well take care everybody bye-bye thank you liana this was wonderful bye-bye